Is that your friend of the bed? <laughs> I'm Janelle. And I'm Laurel. And you're listening to the Foot Off the Bed podcast, episode 33, our Thanksgiving episode. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, so it has definitely been a minute. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um I don't know. A lot of stuff has happened. Um a lot of stuff has happened. Yeah. I just want to say, like, I don't know what it was, but Halloween day this year was absolutely the worst. And I blame it on the moon. I blame it on the fact that Halloween was on a Monday. Mm. Bruh, I showed up looking cute as hell in my Scooby-Doo costume. Why everybody called out? I was so mad. I was like, damn, I don't have nobody to show nothing to. I was so mad. That's that's stupid. That is stupid. And also, I don't know. I feel like, yes, people can call out for Halloween, but it's like, why? You're you going to be out later. What's funny is um, it wasn't until high school I think where I actually went to school on Halloween if it wasn't a ho- if it wasn't a school day yeah I remember having a half day I don't know about a half day but my grandma always she never let us go to school on Halloween mm. yeah I think I I think I always had a half day of school I'm pretty sure but actually no I can't remember high school though I feel like, I feel like it was a half day, but I also, like, remember us having Halloween parties. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a half day and then we had the party, but even then, I was kind of, like, not really paying attention to how late I was getting home anyway, so I guess, I don't know, maybe I was out in school all day and then went straight to the Halloween party. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it just felt like a half day because, like, half the class was there. Yeah. Who knows? But, yeah, Halloween... I mean, Halloween day, it was okay for me. The kids were dressed up. I was a sim because my Daphne costume was not appropriate. Um <laughs> Why did somebody walk into the cafe with a full Plague Doctor outfit on? And I was like, bro, I'm not ready. It's not my time. Right. <laughs> I, was, I was nervous. I, like, I know you have to be hot because it's hot as hell in here. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. I was like, kids were upset that they couldn't wear masks. And I was like, one, we can't see who you are. So that's a safety issue. An adult can literally walk into the building with a mask on. And we're like, Geo, right? And he just nod. And it could be a serial killer. Or um, the heat was turned on by then. So um, even though it was still warm out, I'm like, if you were in a mask, you're going to burn up and like suffocate. Absolutely not. Then the last thing right. was like, I can't tell if you're asleep. So no. <laughs> and with that, those hot ass rooms, 
They would definitely fall asleep. First of all, it would be boring as heck to wear a mask. Like, grow up. Halloween costumes. We don't wear masks. Right. It made them get creative, too. So, I was like, good. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I think in between that time, Leslie Jordan passed away. Right? Did we say that? Um, missed that man. And also... <laughs> RIP takeoff. That one hurt the most. It was definitely unexpected and just so senseless. Yeah. I was like, why is it always like a rapper is just minding his business and then somebody in the room hating? It don't even have to be on them. It could just be hating on somebody in the room. And they just got to pull guns out. Like, stop. Put them away. And also the thing is, like, I understand, like, Rappers feel the need to, like, be like, oh, I don't want no bodyguards. Like, I want to still feel like I'm a normal person. But you have to understand that once you reach a certain point in your fame or celebrity status, you can't act that way anymore. Like, you aren't just some normal person anymore. Everybody around you who you don't know knows you. Right. So you got to, you can't be out here without somebody having your back. That's all I gotta say. Right. You can't be hanging out with dudes that you, like, yes, hang out with the ones that watched you come up. But I'm pretty sure whoever they were hanging out with and shooting dice with, because why would you pull a gun out on us? Um, They ain't come up with y'all. So there's no reason why you need to be shooting dice in a room full of people and y'all don't pat each other down for guns. Like, <laughs> this right. is not coming in here. <laughs> Or, yeah, a bodyguard, and none of y'all have guns. Don't carry it. What do you need it for? Nothing. Leave that hood shit at home. Right. It's like, it's just a dice game. Like, damn. You got money? You'll win it back. (laughs) My thing is, everybody's always like, oh, my God, the streets aren't safe anymore, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting here like, they were never safe. That's why they're the streets. What are y'all talking about? But it's also, like, it's people saying that who literally have no beef in the streets and they're like, oh, my God, you can't even do this anymore. You got to watch who you hang around. Nigga, <laughs> like, what do you mean? What do, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Who's hating on you? Who's worried about your money? Right. You literally don't even go anywhere. You don't know anybody. Nobody's looking at you. Right. Show me the fictional money. Show it to me. <laughs> Like you make fifty thousand a year, please stop. God, I wish. <laughs> nah, I might start. I might start looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh my God, what Offset had said and Quavo had said about him, like it was just so sad. I was like, I can't even. Like people were watching the funeral. I was like, I can't. I cannot watch it. Also, it wasn't even supposed to be recorded. So whoever did that. Um, probably a media person was an asshole. Like, F you. If they say don't record the funeral, they mean don't record the funeral. Just talk about what you saw and who said what. That's it. But I have no respect for anything. Right. And I'm just like, the fact that there was even a, a leaked clip of the funeral, y'all are trash. Trash human beings. That's not cool. That's somebody who just wants some views, some money. Mm-hmm. Right. <sighs> but, yeah. 
um, their posts, their tweets, they were super sad. And I was like, damn, he's my age. Like, it just made me feel so bad. Like, he's too young. But <sighs> RIP takeoff. RIP. Um, the most recent thing that also tragically happened, not to a celebrity, but Shanquella Robinson, um, 25 years old, went to Mexico with a group of her girlfriends, and she was beaten up to death by them. Not even by strangers, by them. While drunk. Right. And I'm like, first of all, what are you so mad about that all of y'all got to beat me up? Right. Like, whoever I was beefing with, and I'm sure it was probably just one girl. If I'm beefing with that one girl, let that me and that one girl fight. We ain't never going to be friends again. Or you know what? I can't say that because I, I feel like if you're really close and y'all just drunk and fighting, you could probably in two seconds be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, it didn't happen in that way. It ended up they all jumped her. And literally beat her senseless to the point where she died. Like, first of all, if that's my girlfriend or my family member, you're not coming back. You are stepping off that plane and dying. I'm sorry. Nah, that's some punk stuff. Because then they freaking, they, they killed her and then they still sat there and it was a vacation to its fullest and then went home. Like, that is the craziest part to me they literally went on with the rest of their vacation then gonna say she had alcohol poisoning are you stupid they can literally see her body are you dumb i can't i really just can't (laughs) right before uh we started recording though i saw that the fbi have now turned it into a full investigation based off of social media talking about it so I'm kind of glad, like, sometimes social media is a very, like, positive thing. Because I feel like the FBI wouldn't have even looked into the situation had social media not been blowing up about it. Because mad people were like, hashtag FBI, y'all need to look at this. <laughs> and then at one point they were just like, all right, damn. Right. Good. I'm glad. I'm so glad. Right. I'm glad something good came out of, like people being like, hello. And also, like, people were probably bullying the hell out of the FBI. Probably found the friends on social media. Like, they made sure this shit was turned up. We're doing your jobs for you. No, for real. And that's the sad part. I'm like, what is the point of police officers and FBI if we be solving shit and figuring out shit well before they do? Right. Y'all not even doing nothing half the time. I swear. Y'all on the same internet. The same internet that Beyonce founded. Nah, their internet's probably a little better. A little higher speeds. Right. Exactly. So I'm not understanding. That that makes it worse. Y'all got the money, the technology. Y'all ain't doing nothing. People on their 4G LTE plans find more information than YouTube. Right. Shit. Where my FBI guy? You still watching me, sir? (laughs) <laughs> Bro, my fbi guy died of boredom years ago <laughs> yeah you know, my computer is like just me watching my screen because i'm playing some game that like doesn't require that much movement on my end or talking so he's probably just like 
bitch, stop staring at me. <laughs> no, it's just you with this dead look on your face like this. No, literally. Playing The Sims or any like game, I'm just like... Hours. And then randomly screaming obscenities. No. For real. Because, okay, the only time where I get loud is if I'm playing, like, some type of, uh, actually, yeah, more so on the PlayStation, because, like, it's more opportunities for me to mess up. But the little, um, sandbox game that I play, it's just for fun. Nothing bad really happens on there. And then The Sims. I'm not making noise. I'm just... <laughs> so he'd probably be like, "What is wrong with her, <laughs> ma'am? Are you okay? I'm gonna get a message one day." <laughs> but yeah, <sighs> rest in peace to Shankola Robinson. There's too many rest in pieces right now. Um, it really is, and they always be like, "Death comes in threes. so. Nah, that, I think that multiplied by like three times three. That comes in nines. Right. R.I.P. Uh, Kevin Conroy. Mm. Batman voice actor. Yeah. He literally grew up with his Batman. Uh, that one hit too. Yeah, definitely. I definitely saw that and I was like, oh, damn. Like, I remember that Batman the most. When people talk about, what's the other one where he had, like, longer ears and then, like, his color was red? I was like, I don't know this one. (laughs) That one is Batman Beyond, I believe. Yeah, Batman Beyond. I didn't really watch that one. I watched the one you're talking about. I was like, damn. It was, like, Batman the Animated Series and then, um, what was the other one? Um, he did that, too. He did Batman, um... No, the new Batman Adventures. Oh, no, he did Batman and Beyond too. Batman Beyond, he was probably old Bruce Wayne. Mm. That makes more sense because I'm like, that voice was different. But yeah, my dad uh, put me onto that, the, the one, the first one. And I was like, oh shit, I actually like this. <laughs> but yeah, RIP to him too. And then I kind of want to like talk about something, I guess, political for a second. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not really all that political. I'm just mad about it. The freaking um, student loan debt relief thing. <laughs> I'm so mad. The scam. The treachery. Because Bruh. I hopped on that application so fast. I was like, y'all put my name and my number down because I want to be in line for this debt relief. And all because one person in Texas was not eligible for any of the relief and decided to sue the whole plan. Now nobody can get anything. Them dusty, crusty, musty ass two people. It was two because it was a guy and a woman who were like upset about it. I'm like, y'all. I'm like, stay mad. Y'all probably never going to pay this stuff off anyway. Like, I don't. Get it. 16 million people. Bruh. That could have helped. But because y'all two decided y'all y'all want to be spiteful, you can't have anything off, so nobody gets anything off. Well, damn. 
I hope three of their tires go flat. Uh, I hope I hope that they get a hole in one of the bottom of their shoes and then it stretches. Oh. I hope one of them stubs their pinky toe on a wooden dresser. Mm. I hope their favorite show gets canceled. No, I hope I hope their favorite show gets a new season and it's trash. <laughs> That's even worse. Um, so there are no good times. Bruh. But speaking of shows, <laughs> y'all should definitely check out uh, Netflix's Wendell and Wild. Oh my gosh. Amazing. <laughs> I actually still have to watch because I'm so bad at watching stuff. I take so long to do anything. Yeah. It I took a while too, but I finally well, I feel like I need to rewatch it because I was a bit high. Um, but I feel like I feel like I had no idea what was going on and I was just watching the colors. So I gotta rewatch it. Um I'm done with you because the first thing you said was amazing. <laughs> ten out of ten on the color. <laughs> Like the parts that I was cognizant for, I was like, "Oh damn, this is good." <laughs> Everything else, I was like, "I have no idea." What's going on. <laughs> no, yeah, it does look interesting though. It looks really fun to watch. Yeah, it start. I will say, like, I was I wasn't high at the very beginning of it. Um, so like up to what I got to, it was it was good. It was it had my attention. The storyline was starting off great. I was like, "Oh damn." Um, and, and the, the characters, the main character's backstory is so sad. Um, but it's really good. Um, and it's, if you don't know, it's Jordan Peele and, uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan-Michael Key. (laughs) Um, and they're also like hilarious demons. And there's other people in too, like, uh, oh my God. I'm trying to remember. It's like big name people. I mean, you'll see it there. Like, just know there are a lot, a lot of big names in there. Oh, Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames is in it. Yep. Um, and I know Tamara Smart. I don't know why I know Tamara Smart though, but whatever. Um, and James Hong, I've seen before. I don't know anybody else. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of shows and um different documentaries. So, like I said, Inside Man amazing show Stanley Tucci he was in uh Hunger Games um what else damn why can't I remember anything that he's been in he was in Captain America because that's the only thing I ever watched with him in it really he was in Burlesque he was in Devil Wears Prada um oh The Silence but that was on Netflix too um I can't think of anything else. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> so that show was amazing. It was good. It was crazy and it had crazy twists. Um, I'm a stalker documentary. These people are insane. And they literally talk about, like, why they 
started stalking the people. It's like from the stalker's perspective and the victim's perspective, and it just gets crazy. Yeah, like one of them had beef with her husband's ex-wife, and the ex-wife was trying to play as if she didn't want this man, but she did. She did want that man because they spoke every day and there was some flirting going on. And I was like, "Mm." so wife was mad. And I guess instead of taking it out on the husband and her, she took it out on her. Um, And like, (laughs) you just got to watch the story. Like this girl is insane. Her and her mama. (laughs) But (laughs) there's Killer Nurse. Um, There's a movie and um, Catching the Killer Nurse. So there's a documentary attached to it too. That was also crazy. Like he's insane, that nurse. Um, Cabinet of Curiosities is by Guillermo de Torres. Del Toro. Del Toro. I was like, oh, I'm going to say the name wrong. Um, so far, it's been good. A um, lot of uh, creature feature in that show. And I think it releases weekly. So it's not like a you can completely binge it. Um, but yeah, The Midnight Club. Very good. Uh, cancer kids in a basically, what are those homes? Hospice where you go to die. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's haunted. That's all I'm going to say. Um, the Center, that was one of my shows, this detective. He, It's like an anthology almost. It's the same detective every time. But um, you follow him as he solves like weird cases. Um, and they're really good. Not paranormal. It's more true crime. And this is just like a small plug for me. If you like anime, um, I usually don't care for romance um, anime or romance in general, but the romantic killer had me crying laughing and it was funny and it still has romance, but it like kills all the tropes in anime how and how they handle romance. So I thought it was cute. It might be cheesy to some people, but I watched it all the way through and binged it <laughs> until I was finished. And now I'm kind of mad that it's over, but I'm excited for season two. But yeah, um, that's for Netflix, but also I know this is kind of old to talk about, but the Daryl Brooks trial, the guy that ran through those people in the parade, um, his trial happened and he was an asshole the entire time. Shout out to the judge who handled him like a boss because she did not want to retrial. And it was clear he was acting an ass because he wanted to retrial and because he doesn't respect women in authority and because he's a narcissist. And she was just like, fuck that. And yeah, that man's going to jail. So <laughs> good. I'm like, yeah, fuck him. Fuck Daryl Brooks. Um, the whole time, like, <sighs> I'm going to spend some time after this to talk about him because he really pissed me off. But yeah, so we watched Dead Silence, which was a 2007 American supernatural horror film directed by James Wan, which makes sense because he seems to like dolls a lot. Uh, James Wan, I think, is like, he's somebody that understands me. I think. Because this movie was so, like, uh, I don't want to say cheesy, but, like, it was, like, a classic horror movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But also, like, it was good to me. Yeah. And for 2007, like, if I had watched that in 2007, oh. And that's the thing. Like, I watched it. I don't think it was 2007, but I definitely watched it a few years ago, and it scared the shit out of me. And then rewatching it, I was like, this is silly. 
I believe I was cracking up the whole time. Yeah, like, it was one of those where it's like, again, like, I know we say this a lot, but if you want to watch, like, a silly, scary movie, like, maybe your friends don't like super scary movies because they don't like being scared, this is something you can watch just to, like, kind of be stupid about. (laughs) But, yeah. Uh, James Wan also did Saw, right? Or is it Conjuring? I knew I was, wasn't bugging. He did The Conjuring, Insidious, Malignant, Saw. Oh, he did the whole thing. Yeah, Aquaman is real random. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> <laughs> the Conjuring, Insidious, Saw, Aquaman. <laughs> like, sir, were you just having fun there? I don't know. See, that's why, like, his name, when I hear James Wan, I'm like, weird, because, like, I remember him I remember Aquaman. So I was like, there's no way the same person who did Aquaman did The Conjuring. But here we are. I just remembered Saw because I remember somebody saying, like, he wanted an easy, low-budget way to get into horror and into the film industry. So he did Saw because it was, like, all you needed was, like, a few things and it didn't cost that much. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, this is perfect. And then that's he just became popular off of that. franchise and then that that the first movie actually was the iconic one everything else after that i was just like there for the ride i think i can't watch any of that shit to be very honest with you anything with like sawing things off and limbs i can't (laughs) oh my god he did megan wait so (laughs) that's hilarious okay I, I can't wait to see that. That shit looks stupid as hell and good. <laughs> I can't wait to see it also. But, um, yeah. So, the movie Dead Silence, very similar. Very similar in the sense of, like, James Wan loves a possession movie. Yes, he does. Um, If he can put a doll in there, he will. So, like, I think... um. This movie was just like you could tell, or he played a part in it because it obviously wasn't written by him. But um, the movie is about Jamie Ashen. Um, it starts off with him, and we meet his wife Lisa, and they suddenly, you know, they're having a nice night in. They're about to order dinner. They're getting all saucy with each other, and then all of a sudden, they get some knock on their door, um, and there is a gift outside of like this coffin-shaped thing, to be very honest with you. Um, Not, like, shaped, but, like, I guess the length and the width of it looked like it was, like, a small child's coffin. So it was like, what the fuck is this? Um, But they open it, and there's a ventriloquist doll in it named Billy. It's like, what? Like, why, why are you even keeping this as soon as you see it? And that's, like, how silly it starts off. Like, as soon as you see that, why would you keep it? But... Right. Now, that shit would have been out the door. <laughs> like, as soon as I saw the box, I'd have been like, oh, hell no. Right. And no address, nothing. Like, nah, no, no way. Um, so, yeah, when Jamie goes out, he's, you know, going to get their takeout for dinner. And I think it's because he messed up the meal or something. But yeah, something stupid. But yeah, um, while he's gone, some figure attacks Lisa she's pregnant and it causes her to have a miscarriage and scream and when she screams 
it's like her jaw is forced open. So Jamie returns home and finds her dead with her tongue cut out and her jaw seemingly forced open. Not even seemingly, I would just say forced open. Um, it looked crazy. It looked like literally a doll's mouth just... I was like, damn, what happened? Word. I was like, the fuck? He just, he just came home and there was just blood everywhere. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, how do you even... I don't know. But yeah. So... Um, he's distraught because he doesn't know what the fuck happened. And also, like, this detective isn't making it any better because he starts interrogating him as if he did something. And he's like, bro, I went to go get takeout and I love my wife. What are you talking about? I have no idea what's even going on, how this even happened. And, um, you know, he's released from custody by the detective. His name is Jim Lipton. And they were like, well, there's no evidence that you did this, so we have to let you go. And he ends up seeing that Jamie had this mysterious box with Billy in it and a message about Mary Shaw. She's a dead ventriloquist from his hometown, Raven's Fair. So he's like, oh, I got to go back home. So he goes back to Raven's Fair and it's old and run down. Like, it's basically a ghost town. Nobody's there. Um, except for his estranged, wealthy, and wheelchair-using father. I don't like that they just said wheelchair-using father. I don't know why that just sounded crazy to me. Like, he was just one day like, you know what, let me just be in a wheelchair. Right. Like, I was like, I feel like there's a better word we could have come up with than wheelchair-using, but I get they (laughs) they were trying to steer away from the word disabled. I get it. But yeah, there's a different word we could have came up with. But yeah. <laughs> just, they just made it worse. You, you should have just used disabled at that point. Right. His father's name is Edward, and he has a much younger wife named Ella, who Jamie doesn't even know about. Like, literally, when she opens the door, that's the first time he's meeting her. It's, it got really awkward and funny and shit. Um. But yeah, so he's like, I need to know about Mary Shaw. He was like, remember that um, story they used to tell us as kids? Um, And it rhymed something like, beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls. And if you see her in your dreams, be sure you never, ever scream. That's what it was. So he was like, remember that story? And um, the father was kind of like, no, it's just a story, blah, blah, blah. And, you know... He's estranged with his dad, so he's just like, you don't care. And then he just (laughs) storms out and says, it's all superstitions. And um, he arranges for Lisa's funeral with the help of a local mortician named Henry Walker. Um, But Henry has a senile wife named Marion, and uh, she warns Jamie that Mary Shaw's spirit is dangerous. And um, she's like, you need to bury Billy. And Jamie does it, but he's confronted by Detective Lipton because he's like, that's suspicious as fuck. Why are you burying the doll that you literally had with you the night your wife died? And he's like, bro, I didn't do anything. So Lipton is just like, nope, don't believe you. So Henry explains to Jamie that Mary Shaw was a famous and popular ventriloquist who was publicly humiliated when a young boy named Michael rudely claimed that he could see her lips moving during one of her performances. And Michael was kind of rude. So, I mean, do what you got to (laughs) do. So, um, I think it was like, 
she at the show did prove to him like I'm not moving my lips, but she was still upset about it. The thing was, she was, but like he was trying to make it seem like, oh, the doll is fake. So that's when they that's when they really took offense because she's like, this is my like kid or whatever. This doll is not fake. So then they started going in like, uh, what's the name? Billy, the name of the doll. He's just like, let's show him. Blah, blah. And then she was like, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> and it was just so like they were basically almost talking at the same time at this point so then the whole audience was just like oh my god she's good and i'm sitting there like oh, i don't know <laughs> this kid almost died in front of all of y'all right and he's like if the doll is that pissed first of all you just start yelling that like that and it's supposed to be a comedy show i'm gonna be like yeah let me head out let me head on now <laughs> moment where somebody pulls out a gun that's what it felt that's the energy that was created in the room i would have got up and left (laughs) so a few weeks later michael disappeared and his family blamed it on mary shaw and they lynched her like insane if i was mary shaw i come back swinging too the fuck is wrong with y'all y'all lynch me And, and then even this like she was white and they lynched her so right and i'm like how you know it was me? How you figure it was me? They just immediately assumed, yep, it was her. She was the very last person he ever had contact with because nobody else spoke to the child ever. Right. And my thing is, okay, I could have been associated with it, but it was probably Billy. <laughs> and she can't say that. So. Right. So her last wish was to have her body turned into a doll and buried with her 101 dolls who she called her children. First of all, that's a lot of fucking children. Um, Right. Henry, then still a child, saw Mary Shaw after she was turned into a dummy, rise up, but was spared thanks to his silence because Mary takes her revenge by killing those who scream. Now I was like, I don't really know why it has to be because they scream. I feel like what Billy did was talk shit. So I don't see why it has to do with the scream. That's the only... Uh, logic question I had. But whatever, it don't gotta make sense. So yeah, Jamie finds out that Michael, who actually was murdered by Mary Shaw, was his great uncle. So they're connected. So now, she like, you know, during her lynching, the Ashen family forced her to scream and permanently silenced her by cutting her tongue out. As such, she has since been seeking revenge against the entire bloodline and all those in Raven's Fair by killing them using the same method. But my thing is, what that shit got to do with Henry, right? So that's where I'm also kind of like, I don't really understand the whole scream logic, because if you're really just out to get the people who are connected to Michael's bloodline, why are we messing with Henry? Why would it matter if he screamed or not? Because I remember like when Marion was talking to whoever doll um i think it was billy and she was asking him like you know why y'all why are you still bothering us like why don't you leave and he was like because you you told you told them and i think it has to do more with like um they they don't want people to know oh they don't want them to know about the the mary shaw if you scream blah 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 yeah, because they want them to scream. They don't want them to be able to 
fight against it or whatever. <laughs> gotcha. That makes more sense because I was just like, it's not connecting, bro. <laughs> so Mary Shaw kills Henry. Um, For no reason, but I feel like that man wanted to die the way he did. Yeah, I was like, sir, what what are we doing? Um, I don't know. But Detective Lipton discovers that all of Mary Shaw's dolls have been dug up. And he informs Jamie and is about to arrest him when Jamie receives a call from Henry, quote unquote, asking him to go to Shaw's old theater to prove his innocence. So at that point, he's like, what? So and Lipton is like, what? So Jamie's like, I'm telling you, it's not me. Let me prove it, basically. And he's like, all right, I'm coming with. So at the ruined theater, Jamie and Lipton discover a hundred of the dolls in their massive display case, along with Michael's body, which had been turned into a marionette, which oh my that man was, I mean, well, that boy was literally decaying. I was like, I feel like you got your revenge. I don't <laughs> like, I feel like we didn't need to take it any further than this. That's the thing. You really got mad at this child for heckling you at one show. That so mad that you killed him. Right. I was like, is it that deep? I don't know. And he got mad that people killed you because you killed him, and want to take revenge. Like, <laughs> like I know I made the joke earlier. Like, yeah, Michael tried to embarrass you publicly, but do what you gotta do. But I'm like, no, this was an overreaction. <laughs> right. But um, yeah. So. Mary Shaw ends up revealing to Jamie herself that she killed Lisa, his wife, because unbeknownst to him, she was pregnant with his child, which means that he would be a potential newborn of the Ashen family. So she had to kill him. I'm like, that's fucked up. Um, It's like, okay, but he can have more children. Yeah. So then it becomes a whole thing where the dolls are like coming out and trying to attack Jamie and Lipton. And so is Mary Shaw. So they like literally are running around. And Jamie and Lipton burn the theater and all of Shaw's dolls to, like, get rid of Shaw. But Lipton falls and screams, and he dies. And I'm just like, damn. (laughs) I was like, I feel like we're (laughs) anti-cop. I've never seen a James Wan-directed movie where a cop survives or is smart. (laughs) Just like. Yeah. This, this man said fuck the police <laughs> <laughs> that's such a way to go too like you got this far right he was almost out and then he just falls I'm like yo what like Mary Shaw didn't even come and say like you know what let me beat him up real quick so he could just fall and die no this man just like got a little startled and fell <laughs> I was like, bro, what? But yeah, so back at his father's residence, Jamie is confronted by Mary, but repels her by throwing Billy into the fireplace. He learns, much to his horror, that his father actually died long ago, and the current Edward is actually a doll converted from his corpse, controlled by Ella, who is the perfect doll that Mary Shaw created just before her death. That part... Made absolutely no fucking <laughs> sense. The, the twist, the turn. I was like, excuse me, how does this make logical? Why did you have to put him in a wheelchair? For what reason? No, he's a wheelchair using doll. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, so why do Ella and 
him have to be married? Like, I just had so many questions. Damn, that, I got some questions of myself. Like, goodness. <laughs> then, <laughs> sorry, I'm about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie screams in terror as Ella, possessed by Mary, kills him. So, like, literally nobody survives in this movie. And the film ends with Jamie reciting the nursery rhyme about uh, Mary Shaw while a photo album with human puppets is shown. It's Lisa, Henry, Lipton, Edward, Ella, and Jamie himself. So now she closed her book, finally completing her revenge, and has new dolls to her collection that she can start off. Literally only, like, two of those people had anything to do with her death. (laughs) That's why I'm like, yo, what was the purpose? Also, I'm not understanding why Ella was a doll created to be the perfect doll. Like, for what reason? Then, um, like, okay, I get if you just wanted to be like, you know, I just want to create the most human-like doll ever. And then it's like, all right. But why Edward? Why Edward? (laughs) For what? Like, I know she needed to kill him because he's a part of the bloodline. But why tell him, yeah, so... uh, or no, why have the conversation about the revenge story? You could have just killed him. You could have just killed him at his house. Movie right. over. I was like, this was a plot device that was created for no reason. Nah, they just, they just did that to make people mad. Bro. For real, because I was sitting there like, that ain't make a lick of sense. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> that ain't make oh, one. Somebody who had nothing to do. So that would it would have made sense if like okay I'm trying I'm trying my brain is trying to brain um so the dad said that he sent his son away so that he could be free from the curse and that's why they became estranged because they didn't have any contact yeah so the doll knew that mm-hmm. Yeah, she literally could have just killed him in his house. He didn't have we didn't have to go through all of this. He didn't have to come home to find out about Mary Shaw and all this other stuff. If he wasn't gonna live anyway in the end, then what was all of this for? Yeah, and then it's like I really don't understand the point of Ella infiltrating the family. Like I feel like it could have just been he's in his house, he sees Mary Shaw. Oh my god, he's dead. Like for what reason did we need to use Ella? I don't know. It felt like a lot of work on Mary Shaw's part, and I feel like she didn't need to do that much work. She did the most. Like, it, nobody is that mad. I'm sorry. Right. Like, they're a little like slave ghosts who don't care. <laughs> you cared way too much. <laughs> cared way too much over some slight humiliation, girl. If you don't stop. If you don't knock, no, what's the word? If you don't block the haters. <laughs> Go to a different plane or something. Goodness. Right. All that work for nothing. Just to be like, haha, I killed you. <laughs> like, what? But my review for the movie still kind of stands. Like, it was good for what it was. I expected it to be nonsensical, but mm-hmm. it really had some interesting... Uh, plot lines to it and um 
I guess I'd kind of rate it like a 7.5, 8-ish area. I I think it was the same when I was younger. I gave it like a six and a half, seven. And it's mainly just because of the ending. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> this shit made no sense. But up until that point, I was wholeheartedly enjoying the movie and would have given it an eight or a seven and a half. And then I was like, yo, the ending just pissed me off. <laughs> just like, what are we talking about right now? He was running his mouth then. For real. But um, yeah, if you want to watch Dead Silence, um, you know what's crazy? It used to be on Netflix, but now, um, where did I stream this thing? Oh, you can watch it on Tubi for f- for the free free. Um, and everywhere else you kind of gotta buy it, like YouTube, Apple TV, Redbox, Voodoo. And Amazon Prime video. I hate the uh, the rent or buy system of Prime Video. Yeah, because it's like oh, you can rent this, and you have thirty days to watch it, but you don't have thirty days if you already started the movie. Right. I'm like, huh? <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, 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 slow down. <laughs> what happened? Hold on. <laughs> like, okay, so you've started the movie. Now you have 48 hours. Right. Like, wait a minute. I thought you said I had 30 days. <laughs> Why are we rushing now? Right. If I have a 30-day window to watch the movie, I should be able to watch it over 30 days. Right. And it's none of your business if I want to watch a minute of a scene per day. Mind your business. Exactly. People got stuff to do. People got jobs. (laughs) To be able to afford your prices. But they relatively the same for anything. Like, if you want to buy it, it's like $15. Yeah. I don't know. I might buy it. It depends on what it is. But yeah, like in the discussion of dolls, we all know about spooky dolls from Annabelle to Chucky to uh, Raggedy Ann, but which I guess would be Annabelle as well. But there's also a doll who I thought we should um, draw attention to. You may have heard of him, Robert the Doll. Scary ass little man. And Robert the doll is an allegedly haunted doll exhibited at the East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. He was once owned by painter, author, and Key West resident Robert Eugene Otto, who apparently was described as eccentric, which I guess all wealthy people are. (laughs) So this painter... He had the doll literally his entire life. Like, the second they gave it to him, he named the doll. And, boom. Best friends for life. Um, it wasn't until he was, like, around 10 years old where strange things started happening to him. And he was like, oh, it's because of the doll. 
from furniture moving all around the room to people getting sick and disappearing and just random stuff happening. And so much so that his mom was, like, uncomfortable with keeping the doll in the house. And um, the according to the legend of the doll, the doll has supernatural abilities that allow it to move, change its facial expressions, and make giggling sounds. The changing um, facial expressions and the giggling sounds would have had me throwing that motherfucking doll out the window. <laughs> It's like, you you can go anywhere you want, but don't change your face and don't say nothing. No, because, yeah, like, if you move, I might be like, how the fuck you get over here? But also, like, I had my attention span is crazy, so I might just thought I moved you when I didn't move you. No. See, my thing is, you can move anywhere you want, but if you move in front of me, that's when we have an issue. Yeah. You need to be like, Toy Story, you better stiffen up when I come in the room. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, some versions of the legend claim that a young girl of Bahamian descent gave Otto the doll as a gift or as retaliation for wrongdoing. Other stories claim that the doll moved uh, voodoo figurines around the room and was aware of what went on around him. Still, other legends claim that the doll vanished after Otto's house changed ownership a number of times after his death, or that young Otto triggered the doll's supernatural powers by blaming his childhood mishaps on the doll. According to local folklore, the doll has caused car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and a cornucopia of other misfortunes. And museum visitors supposedly experience post-visit misfortunes for failing to respect Robert. Mm. I did hear that. So, like, how it is is um, when you go to see the doll in the museum, you have to address him, say hello, be polite, and when you leave, you say goodbye. Mm. <laughs> you And if you sit there and you are being an asshole and make fun of the doll and say all this weird stuff, that's when he gets in his feelings. Honestly, <laughs> if I'm in a haunted museum or somewhere around anything haunted, even if I don't believe it's true, man, how you doing today, Robert? You good? Okay, that's good. I'm going to act like you really talking back to me. Gotta make sure you're okay. And I'm I'm like, I'm not playing, honestly. I'm just really trying to be polite. I hope you're not taking any of this as offense. So a couple of things in pop culture, I guess, about the doll. In October 2015, which I knew about this, the doll was taken to Las Vegas for a travel te- travel channel television program in Zach Bagan's haunted museum. The episode originally aired on April 2nd, 2016 as the first episode of Deadly Possessions. That's the name of the thing. And it re-aired on August 12, 2017 as the first episode of the series Ghost Adventures Artifacts. Mm. And then a horror film franchise loosely based on the legend began with the film Robert, released in 2015. To date, four sequels have followed. The Curse of Robert the Doll in 2016, The Toy Maker in 2017, 
The Revenge of Robert the Doll in 2018 and Robert Reborn in 2019. I ain't never heard of none of of those. Not a one. (laughs) I've never heard of any of these movies. I thought Chucky was based off Robert the Doll. No, not at all. I think, no, that was based off of, uh, what is the name of the damn thing? Something Friends or... Oh, I don't remember. It was like some friend doll or whatever that was like, hi, friend. Um, hold on. I'm about to see right now. Wait, no. I'm seeing Robert the doll. But maybe there's a different one. Oh, I never thought that it was based off of him. Which, I mean, to me, it wouldn't really make sense. But, I mean, hey. Like, I don't think it's, like, fully. I think it's just, like, inspired by, like, let's do a possessed doll. And Chucky's a possessed doll. I don't think it was like, oh, we're going to make... Because Robert the doll is not supposed to be a prisoner or anything that possessed the doll. It's just like the voodoo woman put voodoo on it, put black magic on it. Um, So it could just be a demon. But Chucky's supposed to be like an actual person. <laughs> uh, Yeah, okay. But I think another uh, interesting thing about this whole Robert the Doll thing is apparently the doll and the replica doll sold at the gift shop at the Martello Museum appeared in the second season of Ozzy and Jack's World Detour. And I'm just like, who is out here buying replicas of supposed haunted dolls? Absolutely not. You gotta be some type of stupid. I just, I'm just like, even if it wasn't the real doll, why would you want this in your house? Oh, oh, it, okay. So he also did say the My Buddy doll and Cabbage Patch Kids inspired his movies. My Buddy, that's what it was. My Buddy doll and Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah. What the freak is a My Buddy? That just sounds creepy. <laughs> oh no, you gotta go. Oh, the red jumper. That makes sense. Yeah, see? Sir, you look scary as hell. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't even wanna look at this thing no more. <laughs> but imagine you move into a new house and you're a kid and you go upstairs into the attic and there's an old doll there. Would you be excited to play with it, or would you be like, "Oh, nah"? No, because um, most of the time, like I had a, <laughs> I had an American Girl doll. I'm just like laughing at how scared of it I got as I got older. Like I wasn't scared of it when I was younger, but I cut her hair off, and so she started to look a little bit scary. But then she got even scarier when I realized like she was on top of my bunk bed. And so every time I walked in the room, she was staring like straight down in like the middle of the room. And I was like, I don't like that. So one day I just (laughs) turned her around and I was like, stop looking at me. (laughs) She did not move, though, just to be clear. She did not move. No, yeah, I never had a doll that really scared me. Um, My grandma had gotten me this um, teddy bear that was all white. It was dressed in, like, an angel 
uh, angel attire and it had a little halo and it would sing um, Jesus Loves Me, the whole song. Now, what's funny is the batteries were running low on that. <laughs> so the voice got a little lower and started like, it was like stop and go, stop and go. And the fur on the uh, teddy bear was like moving a different way, not by itself, but like just from like normal wear and tear. And so right above the eyes, the hair was like uh, messed up in a way that it looked like the teddy bear was like frowning. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> so it just got real demonic real fast. <laughs> Mm-mm. I I remember, was it an Elmo toy? An Elmo toy was like scaring kids because it wouldn't stop like giggling or it would start it would responding. Just on it. Oh no, I saw that. It was the Elmo sitting in the middle of the room all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm like, and I think it's the tickle me Elmo thing, and I had it, and I remember it like malfunctioning one day, <laughs> malfunctioning, <laughs> and it just being like. Like, I forgot what I was doing, but I just remember walking into the room and started going, <laughs> I said, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> absolutely not. Nah, we don't do those. Regular uh, teddy bears that don't say nothing, that don't move. If my kid asks for, when I, when I have a kid in the future, and my kid asks for um, a doll that makes some type of sound, the answer is No. <laughs> Because I'm not about to have you. Mommy, the doll started singing or laughing or talking in the middle of the night, and now I can't sleep. You are not hopping in my bed over that shit. We're just simply throwing the doll out. The doll gotta go. If you're scared of the doll, it cannot stay. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. That's the, that's the toy kids be wanting to keep. No, it just scared me. But I want to keep it. No, no, it's going. It's gone. <laughs> We're not doing this. They do it all the time. <sighs> Bruh. But yeah, I, that's <laughs> that's funny that she said Robert the doll because that's the first thing I thought of. Like, yes, Robert the doll. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to do Annabelle because like, no. Annabelle is also kind of like, I don't know. She a little raggedy. Robert looks like he has, like, some personality. Like, he cares about manners. Yeah. Then they also keep him encased in glass. And somehow he always manages to still inflict damage, even though he's encased in glass. Right. Meanwhile, Annabelle. I don't know. I feel like you could talk shit around her, and she really ain't about it. So. (laughs) (laughs) Let me stop before Annabelle we bringing nothing over here. <laughs> Sorry, Annabelle. I was I was kidding. I was making a joke. We we friends like that. I we we joke like that. Um. <laughs> okay. So, my true crime story. Uh, please brace yourself because trigger warning. It does uh discuss brutal child abuse. Um, it doesn't. I'm. <laughs> I mean, it does go into detail some parts, but I tried not to include a lot of, like, uh, the abuse that this child went through daily, but just how she died is 
tragic and horrific. So brace yourself and trigger warning. And if it's totally fine, if you just want to skip this part, if you do not want to hear it. So this happened in Texas. Um, I'll start off with saying this woman, um, she had a two-year-old daughter who went missing and the boyfriend was involved. So Tiandra Kristen sends authorities on a massive search and rescue for her child, Hazana Anderson. However, College Station police officers soon discovered the horrible truth that the girl's body was dumped in a lake, wrapped in a bag, tied up with rope, and fastened to a heavy rock to help sink to the bottom. Kristen concocted a plan with her boyfriend, Kenny Hewitt, to tell authorities that her child went missing during a trip from Houston to a Walmart in College Station on October 28, 2018. Surveillance video from the store shows the mother pushing a stroller with what appears to be Anderson inside it. Sadly, however, it was actually a life-size doll dressed in similar clothing to what the toddler was wearing when Kristen reported her missing. So they literally were pushing around a doll while their child was missing, quote-unquote missing. I already hate them. We already hate them. They're hated. Fuck them. Um, during this is the- <laughs> from the beginning. Just literally from the start of the first sentence. During the authority search for Anderson, they found the doll in a trash can across the street from where the mother parked her car. The doll was visibly discarded, according to the report. The couple later confessed to beating Anderson with a belt until she slipped into unconsciousness and ultimately died. They tried to revive her via a cold bath, and that's when Kristen claimed she discovered her child had been sexually abused, according to a probable cause affidavit. That, and that's the thing. That's the issue that I have with shit like this. Like, was the boyfriend the father, or was this just some random man you had around your fucking two-year-old daughter? The second thing. Like, that, that pissed me off so bad. I'm so glad, like, when my mom started dating that she took forever to have these men around me. Like she never just, Oh, first date. This man is in the house. What I would be like, what the fuck? Also, cause I was, I'm still an asshole to strangers. So when I see like these stories of women bringing around strange men around their kids, it's like, what logic did you think that you could just bring a stranger. You don't even know the man. So why do you think it's okay for you to have this strange person around your child? Right. Like my mom had the wherewithal to be like, yeah, this man not coming in my house for a good year. (laughs) Like we need to be dating for a year. Then you can meet my child. Otherwise you're not even important enough for Janelle to look your way. And that was the thing too. I still didn't look your way after I met them. So (laughs) the killing occurred at the couple's downtown or in hotel room in houston hewitt left with anderson to retrieve food and he returned 30 minutes later with the child crying that's when the couple decided to viciously beat her and it resulted in her death Kristen, this is where obviously they have the iq of fucking two because who would think this would work Kristen and Hewitt used a hairdryer to warm up Anderson's cold body, but she was already dead, so they dumped her in a local lake. Why the fuck 
would you think a, a hotel hair dryer at that would warm up her body? It doesn't make any sense, really. They just started doing shit. You obviously, like, uh, had the intention of killing this child because there's no way that you're beating them with a belt. Any child that came from you could do, or any child in general, especially at that age, there is nothing they could do to warrant you taking a belt and like taking your whole day out on them if you didn't have that intention already. And at two, at two years old. Right. Like, I, I understand, like, things can be exhausting. You can be tired. You know, the child is, you know, being a bit overwhelming. Your, your mind is wherever. But nothing could ever bring you. I, at least that's what I think. Like, nothing should ever bring you to that point. If that child came from you or if you, like, consider yourself a mother to this child, there's no freaking way. And it's the fact that they, it says the couple decided to viciously beat her, which means both of them were sitting there beating her. That's premeditation, yo. A dive team recovered her body from the lake. And the coroner reportedly could not determine the cause or time of the child's death because at that point it had been some time. So, yeah, um, you could just imagine. Um, it was probably hard to identify when and what exactly. Kristen was found guilty in December 2020 and sentenced to 20 years in prison for tampering with the human course. Honestly, I feel like it should be longer, but whatevs. Um, Hewitt was also sentenced to 20 years in 2019 on similar charges. And yeah, they are obviously still in jail. Um, but I hope they rot and I hope they suffer. Gosh. Like, there's just no, like, there's no redemption from that. How do you beat a two-year-old to the point that they die? Like, would would hearing them not make you want to be like, maybe I need to stop. Maybe this has gone too far. Because she's going to be crying through all of that. And, yeah. and you just kept going. L- let's leave apart. Let's leave aside the fact that like they probably had a cycle of abuse going on with this girl from the moment she came out the fucking womb. Um, I feel like people tend to forget that toddlers and children, adolescents, whatever, teens are still growing up. And so they don't have the same sense that you do, especially a fucking two-year-old. So if you're like getting mad that they spilled something and immediately going to like yelling and hitting them, you are dead wrong and you need to go to hell. Like my... I need to relax my body. My jaw was clenched. My shoulders are up and my legs are crossed and like stretching. Like, I feel like I always feel like uh, my elbows hurt because I feel like the blood rushing through my arms wanting to like strangle these people that do this stuff. No, for real. Somebody made a post that was like, um, you got to think like 
babies and kids, like, they're learning how to do stuff for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we've been doing it. So, like, we, we're used to it. But they're just learning. They're just starting out. And it's just, like, if you don't have that kind of patience to, like, deal with things that could go wrong like that, then you definitely should not even be thinking about having kids. Like, right. Just close up shop. And this is also why abortion should just be free. It shouldn't have to do, it should be legal and no cost because it's just like, do you want them to be in a system where they are facing abuse and dying at the hands of parents who didn't want them in the first place? Do you want them in the foster system where literally they just keep rotating and rotating and rotating until they maybe get with a family that cares about them? Most likely not. Or like, do you want that child to just not exist so that they don't even have to grow up dealing with that shit? And most of the time you have these stupid Christian people. Sorry if you're Christian, but fuck you if you think like this. Sorry. (laughs) But you have these stupid Christian people who will sit here and be like, no, a life is a life. But are you doing anything to adopt these kids out of the system? No. So shut the fuck up and mind your business and mind your body. It's just like those those two people who sued Biden over the student loan thing. Oh, my God. Fuck them. Y'all have nothing to do with the majority. And you, you got so much to say. Right. Like, why, why does it make you so upset that I don't want to have this child? Why does it make you so upset that I don't want to have children, period? Why does it make you so upset that if I'm sick and my body literally can't have a baby or I will die? Why does it make you so upset that I don't want to die? <laughs> I, or why does it make you upset that I just don't want to have a fucking kid right now? So I'm going to get... <laughs> Yeet, I'm gonna yeet the baby. Like <laughs> I don't understand how that has to do with anybody. And I hate that people will be like, oh, religion and state should not cross, but it's like that's all we fucking do in America. That's all it's ever done. Y'all the ones who make the rules and y'all are the ones breaking them. Right. It's the whole reason why half of these laws exist in the first place. We're good Christian Americans. I'm not fucking Christian. So leave me out of that. <laughs> they ain't got shit to do with me. But yeah, fuck uh, these types of parents like Hewitt and Kristen. Types of people. I wouldn't call them parents. Right. Right. Yeah. Not even parents. These fucking birthers. These <laughs> less than human beings, to be honest with you. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um,. And rest in peace to Hazana. Hope she's happy wherever she is. Before we close out, I just wanted to go back to Daryl Brooks because I fucking hate him. You thought I was going to forget, didn't you? No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Have a fucking vengeance for this man. First of all, fuck this man because, yo, there was one part. So I was watching it in clips. I didn't sit there and like watch through the whole thing, but I think one day I will just to, like, piss myself off again. Um, but basically, he was... It was the Waukesha Christmas Parade last year. 
I forgot where Waukesha is. I can't remember. But in a different state. Um, he saw the parade, was already on the run from another crime that he just committed. And instead of seeing the parade and being like, oh, fuck, I'm caught, he said, fuck that, I'm going to drive through it. And I'm just like, why? Like, for what reason would you do something like that? Why would you do that? So he killed six people and there were families in the courtroom and like her name was Judge Jennifer Darrow. And I just applaud her because literally she was not giving into his bullshit like at all. You could tell she was pissed. You, you could tell she was like, I just want to get this man out of my courtroom and not have to deal with this. And she just like, I think the only time that she said like he has to leave the courtroom was because he kept trying to like talk to the jury basically and address the jury and he was when he wasn't supposed to. So yeah. So um it like I applaud her for having so much patience. Um yeah, that was the thing. He killed six people, but he struck down 69 people with his vehicle. So not only was he facing first degree intentional homicide, but he was also facing 70 additional charges just for doing that. And the whole time it's like, he never apologized throughout the, throughout the trial. He kept saying like, uh, unlawful, unlawful law or something like that. He kept telling the judge, you're, you're committing unlawful law. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? You sound so stupid. You don't even know. You're just making stuff up. And that's the thing about narcissists. They swear they're so intelligent. He's trying to literally tell her about the law and she's a fucking judge. Are you dumb? <laughs> like every two seconds she's like no that's not a thing or she's like no you just waved your right and he's like no I didn't I never said that and it's like by doing this thing that I said not to do you waved your right to be in this room and he was like I never said that yes but you just doing the thing I said to stop doing or you'll be waving your right out of this room and he just kept arguing I'm like oh my fucking god like it'd be oh you have to have so much patience to deal with somebody like him I would have been like yo shut the fuck up Shut the fuck! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! No, it's because he's sitting in the back of the judge's mind. She's like, I know that you are going to get convicted to spend the rest of your life, my life, and everybody else's life in this courtroom. That's how many years you're going to be in prison. So no. Keep acting stupid. For keep real. And he, his whole thing was like, it wasn't planned and I didn't plot and blah, 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 this is not intentional. And it's like, but you intentionally ran into them. You can't say, you can say it wasn't planned. You can say it wasn't plotted, but you definitely cannot argue that it wasn't um, intentional because you literally had a moment to stop. You stopped before running into them. You stopped. He's so... It just don't make no sense. He, I think he also tried to... um that's what it was. The judge had to have him examined, um, I think, before trial by four psychiatric experts 
who all found that they that he would not qualify for a not guilty by reason of mental disease um, defense. They had to Sorry. make sure that was ruled out. And his lawyers were sitting, well, he was sitting there basically and was like, I have bipolar disorder. And his mom also was like, yeah, he has bipolar disorder and he should get mental health treatment. It's like, no. Oh, he'll get it. Right. It may be one of the other life sentences. I was like, people have bipolar disorder and don't run people over with a car. Like, that's not, no, that's not good enough. He didn't have a moment of insanity. He was very cognizant when he made that decision. He knew exactly what he was doing. He paused. He had enough time to be like, let me not do this. But yeah, they, and that's the other thing too. During the whole trial, they never had the reason why he did it. He never explained. He never explained why he did it. So the families were just sitting there like, why, why would you do that? Why would you do this? Why did you do this? Like, just like, answer, why did you do this? He's just like questioning people who have PTSD from the whole thing, who are like, I can't sleep and I keep thinking about it. And now I can't be in crowds because that's the first thing I think about is somebody running me over with the car. He's just like, you weren't even there. How do you know who was driving? Like, what? I hated him. I hate him so much. And I'm glad he has multiple lifetimes in prison. He's never getting out. F him. The audacity of this man to think he can defend himself in a trial and then also have the gall to be arguing with a judge. Like, you already lost. As soon as he started doing that. Right. (sighs) Hate Daryl Brooks. (laughs) But, uh... Enough about him, because I hate him. Um, I would like to mention the victims, because I feel like people don't mention the victims enough. These are the people who died. Uh, Virginia Sorensen, she was 79 years old. Leanna Owen, she was 71 years old. Tamara Durand, 52. Jane Coolidge, 52. Willem Hospital, 81. Jackson Sparks, 8 years old. Eight. That pissed me off the most. You taking grandparents away and mamas and daddies away, but an eight-year-old. Oh, Christmas. It's like, yeah, you need to not ever speak again. You talking about some, it wasn't intentional. My guy, an eight-year-old died. Shut up. <sighs> but yeah. Um on a happier note um thanksgiving is coming up so uh oh and because thanksgiving is coming up that also means christmas is coming up so soon you'll be able to look forward to a horror christmas episode because the horror don't stop just because it's christmas i actually don't like christmas that much i'm a grinch so yeah it's coming it's coming y'all and we get to see that movie violent night violent night i want to see it so bad i Cannot wait to see that. I said, oh. yo, we were hating so bad. So what movie were we seeing? We were going to see uh Pray the Devil Away. Yeah. No, uh Pray for the Devil. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pray for the Devil. We went to go see that. Also kind of recommended. I, I recommend it. Um yeah, I, I, I give would. I give it a seven out of ten, uh about a seven and a half, maybe. Um, it was good. But um I would definitely go see that. But when we were 
watching the previews, bruh. So we were hating at first. <laughs> watching at it. At first, yes, I'm not gonna lie. And we were like, oh, whatever, Christmas movie, whatever. And then it just turned into the most chaotic <laughs> display of violence with a Santa Claus. <laughs> and we were like, and oh, yeah. was going in. We were like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because, so it's the guy from um, Stranger Things. Um, what's his name? Um, it was so unexpected, too. Like, right. I'm it thinking, just started turning up. I'm thinking it's going to be all cutesy. I'm like, oh, I hate Christmas movies. They're we're so... like, oh, here we go, another Christmas movie. And then it turns. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, David Harbour. David Harbour is Santa Claus in it. And I just, the one that plays Jim Hopper. And I'm like, I cannot wait to see this. It just looks so, like, if you look at the, like, what's it called? The, um, the trailer? Not just the trailer, the, the poster, the, whatever. The poster, the, the main image of the movie. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it looks so ridiculous. Like, he has a candy cane sticking out and there's blood on his Santa hat. <laughs> Like, yo, (laughs) like it just looks so good, and I can't wait. It's gonna be lit. Um, but yeah, definitely, like we mentioned, watch all of these things on Netflix Wendelin Wild, Inside Man, I'm a Stalker, Killer Nurse, Cabinet of Curiosities, Midnight Club, The Center, and if you want, Romantic Killer. Um, but yeah, highly recommended, highly, highly recommended. So, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What are your uh, Thanksgiving plans? I will be in Long Island because I do not see my dad, and that is where he's going. So I was just like, all right, I'm following where you're going. Um, I don't know about the rest of the break because I'm off, and I don't know what to do. But we'll see. So be in Long Island. Oh, for whom? <laughs> oh, you're going to be at the other end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm probably going to have to visit more in December. Yeah. Because that's when I'm going to be off, mostly. I'm definitely off, like, December 19th to, like, January 19th. Oh, damn. I'm off from... Well, I guess I'm counting from the 17th because the weekend, but the 17th, technically the 19th, to January 2nd or 3rd, something like that. But, yeah. Um, I, no, it's January 3rd because we were like, how are you going to make us come in the day after New Year's Day? Everybody finna be drunk. <laughs> like, so, right. So we were like, no, January 3rd. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll definitely hang because I, I'm not staying in the entire Christmas break. But yeah, Thanksgiving break is so much shorter. So I'm like, I can't really make too many plans. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm getting my tattoo on Monday too. I can't wait. Nice. I'm getting the half sleeve. Y'all, y'all might be able to see it. I might post it. We'll see. Depends on how excited I am about it. <laughs> I might let Get it heal first. Up. No, for real. I'm I'm preparing myself for the pain that I'm gonna feel. I want to get one too. I just need to make the plan to do it. Yeah, it's like you got. It's like you almost got to build the courage up to even schedule it and book it. And then once you do it, it's like, all right, no turning back now. <laughs> right. 
because I ain't going to sit here and reschedule with your ass after I already dropped a deposit. But yeah, um, that's it from us. Remember to follow us on all the things, which will be in the show notes. Um, you know, Christmas holiday coming up. It's all about giving back. So, you know, become a Patreoner. Maybe. Think about it's it. It's the season of giving. Right. It's a dollar or three or 20 because we can't change it because there's a Patreoner that's still paying 20 so now I can't remove it. So it's either a dollar, three dollars, <laughs> or twenty dollars. <laughs> I can't. You know, I say you gotta pay twenty dollars, but that'd be a nice Christmas gift. <laughs> It'll go towards all of the equipment that we need, studio time, so we don't have to keep doing it from home remotely, you know. You know. Also just support, but we understand it's also the holidays, money is tight. So if you can't support us in that way, just share our podcast with your friends. Constantly repost us talk their ears off about us you know all the things all the things so remember to stay safe stay indoors and And don't don't leave your foot off the bed bed.